Special edition of PFTPM, joining us now, the 2016 NFL MVP, quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons since 2008, he is Matt Ryan. Matt, hello, how are you? I'm doing great, Mike, thanks for having me on. Well, I tell you what, this is a new world that we're existing in where we do these video conferences. This is the first time I've done one of these where the guy I'm talking to is at his press conference spot with <laughs> the background and everything. I feel like I'm having an exclusive press conference with Matt Ryan today. One-on-one, man. This is, uh, this is special for you. It's weird for me, too. You know, I've been doing these kind of Zoom interviews uh, all offseason and been on my computer and a setup in the house, but I'm in the facility today, so we've got great lighting, you know, an official setup. Uh, feels, you know, much more professional. How different is the facility now that you've been back there for the first time since the world turned upside down? Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely different. Uh, we're, we're lucky, you know, that, that we've got a pretty – We've got a lot of space and, uh, you know, a massive setup uh, for us to be able to kind of space out and, and make sure that we uh, are, are kind of up to up to code on all of the protocols. We have these kind of townhomes that uh, we stay in during uh, training camp that are built right behind our facility, uh, which we're able to use as our locker room right now. We each have our, in, you know, our own individual bathroom and bed and changing area and all that kind of stuff with doors. So, we're, we're uniquely, you know, built to, to kind of handle this. And uh, our staff here has done an amazing job of, of, of trying to make it as safe as possible for everybody. And I uh, appreciate them doing that. You know, at some point, though, games are going to be played. Players go home to and from and there'll be travel. And we've seen a lot of guys so far, more than I thought, opt out for the season. What advice would you give to a teammate that's wrestling with that question of whether or not to just press pause on his career for 2020? Well, I think everybody's circumstances are different, right? And, and you know, you have to do what's best for yourself and, and for your family and, and your loved ones around you. And, and I think that, uh, you know, if, if you're around people who are at risk, you know, I, I'd encourage you to, to really think long and hard about it. But uh, for me specifically, I feel like I'm in a situation where, you know, my day-to-day -day is, is, is not surrounded by people who are at high risk and we're able to kind of, uh, you know, bubble our little world and, and, and make sure that, you know, we're, we're being as safe as possible. So I feel comfortable, uh, you know, coming in and, and getting ready to, to start this season. For the first time since your last year at Boston College, no preseason games. How different will this year be for you than all of your other NFL seasons as you prepare for week one without the benefit of going through the motions? Even if you don't play in a preseason game, you go through the motions, you go to the locker room, you get your uniform on, you, you, you get used to how it's going to be. How different will it be without that this year? Yeah, I think, you know, it, it will be different. I, I you know, I kind of like the, the preseason games to be able to get out there and knock off some of that, you know, rust that you have to be able to, you know, go, go through it. Like you said, go through your routine, make sure that, you know, you're, you're doing the things you need to do and, and you kind of have things ironed out. We're not going to have that luxury. Uh, but, you know, I think Dan is, is putting together, Dan Quinn is putting together a really good schedule for us to try and, you know, simulate as much as we can on our own, you know, what that experience is going to be like. And, you know, I think it's more important for a guy like me, I'm in year 13. I, I think it's, you know, it's, it's going to be easier for a guy like myself, having been through so many different situations, so many years, so many, you know, games played and, and feeling comfortable in those. But for our rookies and, and for our young guys who have, have not had that experience, you know, I think, We've got to help them out as much as we can and uh, try and make them feel as comfortable as possible because 
you know, when, when we kick it off against Seattle week one, you know, that, that game is just as important as week 17. And uh, it means just as much. You know, this season is going to pre present plenty of advantages and disadvantages, but it's got to be an advantage to have a starting quarterback with the same team, not changing teams like a Tom Brady in Tampa, but you're with the same team, you've been there. It's got to make it so much easier to get ready for the season without the benefit of a preseason. I'd like to think so. You know, I, I think having the same coordinator, uh, a lot of continuity within the building, all of those things make going through experiences like this that are unique, uh, it makes it easier because, you know, you have that, you know, you have that foundation built with, with these guys where, where you understand uh, how to work with each other. And, and, you know, I think that's going to benefit us. I really hope it benefits us uh, and, and it gives us some kind of advantage. With Tom Brady now in Tampa, with everything the Saints have done the last three years, so much talk about New Orleans and Tampa, New Orleans and Tampa. Do you get sick of that or do you kind of like it? Do you kind of like being able to stay off radar? Nobody's really focused on the Falcons and we can just go about our business and maybe surprise some people when September rolls around. Yeah, I think, you know, I think it's, uh, it's one of those things, the perspective I always have is, you know, who cares about everybody else? We have to, you know, we have to take care of our own business and we have to, you know, put in the work on the day to day to give ourselves a chance to be able to compete week in and week out. And so, you know, it doesn't bother me that, that other people are talked about. That's kind of been the case, you know, at different times throughout my career. And uh, we've been successful during those times. So, you know, I don't, I don't worry about it too much and, you know, try and, you know, make sure we're focused on, you know, taking care of our own business. You guys finished strong last year, six and two down the stretch. And from time to time, we've seen that carry over for teams into the next year. How much of what you did, the final eight games of 2019, do you believe can carry over and set the tone this season? Well, I think a lot of it can, you know, I think because there is so much continuity. I think, uh, you know, sometimes when you have a finish like that, but there's changes, uh, that momentum and, and, and that, you know, feeling that you had kind of goes away. But I really feel like, you know, with Raheem Morris kind of stepping in uh, in the second half of the season, helping out with the defense and now him being the coordinator, Dirk Cutter in year two, Dan Quinn really comfortable in his role of, of kind of facilitating everything. Um, you know, I, I just feel like we're in a good spot and I feel like there's tons of continuity with the players and, and there's an understanding of, of what it takes to be successful, particularly for our young guys. We had tons of young guys who were playing late in the season last year. Uh, and even though we weren't in the mix for the playoffs, you have to learn how to win in this league. And, and I think that experience of, of learning what it takes, how to finish out games, how to find ways to, to win when it's not perfect. Uh, those are the things that'll pay dividends for us this season. Matt, one area where there isn't continuity is at running back. And if Todd Gurley is healthy, arguably a significant upgrade. How different will the offense be if we get a healthy Todd Gurley on the field for the Falcons? Very different. I think, you know, he's been one of the most dynamic players uh, when he's on the field in our league and, and, and certainly a game changer. And, you know, I, I had the opportunity to, to work out with him a little bit this offseason and spend just a little bit of time with him. Uh, he seems to be in a really good, you know, really good place. I mean, he looked great on the field and, you know, has, has been working extremely hard to get himself in position to, you know, to, to be ready to go. And so I'm excited we have him because, you know, I, I think he adds a lot to, to what we can do. Tom Brady turns 43 next week. Drew Brees is 41. You're 35. How much longer is Matt Ryan going to play in the NFL? <laughs> uh, you know, I'd like to chase those guys. I feel good. My, you know, my body feels good. 
I'm, I'm still as excited about this as ever. I still feel like I'm playing, um, you know, really good football and I feel like my best is still in front of me. And so uh, I'll take it, you know, one day at a time for sure. But uh, I'm doing everything I can to ensure that, you know, I can play as long as I can go. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited about that. Hopefully I can, you know, be 43 and sitting here having the same interview with you about being excited for an upcoming season. Well, and that's one of the realities, too, of playing until you're 43. Sometimes this, the team decides to go in a different direction before the quarterback decides to exit the sport. And we've seen it with Tom Brady. We've seen it with Peyton Manning. We may see it with Aaron Rodgers. Have you entertained that possibility that maybe you get to a point where you want to keep playing and it's going to have to be with a different team? I, you know, I'll get there when I get there. At this point, you know, I've, I've, I haven't, you know, I haven't had that feeling. I haven't had that come up or uh, that situation in front of me. But, you know, everybody, everybody's career arc is different, right? And, and everybody's career goes in different directions. And so one of the things I think, you know, I've learned along the way is to, you know, worry about today, worry about this year and this season, and then, you know, worry about the next one next year and, and go from there. So, uh, we'll cross that bridge if and when we get there. You know, a lot of people think professional athletes don't get motivated by different snubs and omissions, especially guys who have been around for a decade or longer. Did it bug you that you weren't on that NFL top 100 list? I mean, I, I don't, that kind of stuff doesn't, you know, change my day, right? Like it's, it's never been for me bulletin board material or anything like that. Um, I know what I can do. You know, I know what I'm capable of doing. Uh, and I feel like, you know, every week I give our team a great chance to win. And, and you know, if we get the ball late in the game, uh, I know I have what it takes to, to finish it out. So I don't worry about that stuff. I just focus on trying to do the job the best I can. And Matt, you're here with us today on behalf of the Gatorade Athlete of the Year program. Tell us more about that and where we can find out even more about the program. Yeah, I'm excited. You know, I got to meet uh, Eric Gilbert back in December when he was named the uh, 20. 19, I guess at that point, uh, Gatorade Football Player of the Year, but he's the 2020 Male Athlete of the Year, which is the most prestigious high school award there is. Uh, I'm fired up for him. He's going to be a great player at LSU. Uh, I got to meet him in December, and he certainly looks the part, man. I was impressed with, uh, with his setup. He is, uh, he's going to be a great player. So I'm excited for him. Congratulations to him. Uh, and everybody can find uh, more information on, on himself and uh, the other winners uh, at Gatorade. All right, hey, I gotta let you go. One last question though on the way out. And I've, I've seen this question posed to others in the past and the answer can't be both. Hall of Fame bust or Super Bowl ring? Which one? Oh man. Uh, you know, right now it's Super Bowl ring is what's motivating me to get out of bed, right? It's, it's about winning that. And so uh, hopefully one will go with the other, but if I had to take one, I'd take the Super Bowl ring, right? All right, Matt. Hey, we appreciate some of your time and all the best this season. Stay safe. And thanks, everyone, for joining us for this Wednesday edition of PFTPM. Matt, we hope to talk to you again real soon. Thanks, Mike.